You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Monday, April 22nd, 2019. Good morning, good morning, or good lunchtime, or good afternoon, whenever it is you're listening today. Thank you so much. I'm your host, Moose Michaels. This is Locked On Cardinals. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. You can listen to us on the brand new Himalaya podcasting app. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Anywhere you listen to your favorite shows. I mean, we're, we're always going to be there. What a weekend. Uh, happy Easter, post-Easter weekend to you. If you check out my Twitter at Moose Michaels, there's an awesome video of my son laughing so hard he falls over. And I said, you know, that's what happens when you have a great weekend and then you realize it's Monday. (laughs) So uh, anybody else watch Game of Thrones last night? Episode two of the final season. Jon Snow decides to tell dear old Auntie Danny who he really is. Here's the thing about it. And if you're not up to speed, and I'm sorry I'm diverging from baseball just for a second. So they're more concerned, or Danny's more concerned, Daenerys, more concerned about the fact that he now has a better claim to the Iron Throne than the fact that, well, she was sleeping with her nephew. That didn't even cross her mind. So um, good old Honest John better watch out. I got a feeling... Something bad happens to him in the next episode of the Battle with the White Walkers. Uh, Danny's probably not going to be so quick to try to help out. Just, uh, <laughs> just my uh, my uh, thinking on it. Cardinals had a um, a pretty good weekend, I guess. I, I I guess it's a pretty good weekend. You took two or three from the Mets. Lost on Friday, four to five. But then Saturday, oh goodness. You want to talk about just some awesome pitching from Miles Michaelis? Why, you can't get any better than what he did. Eight innings on Saturday. Four hits allowed, two runs, two walks, four strikeouts. Then uh, Gallegos coming in for that last inning. Uh, I tell you what, eight innings, I believe, is the most by a starter so far this season for the Cardinals. I was talking to... uh, some of my buddies on uh, on Twitter about this, who are also in the Cardinals blogging and podcasting community, and uh, one of them was that said that you know don't worry, the pitching's going to bounce back, and I said that I hope he was right. Now I still have some concerns about that pitching. Um, number one, this is the time of year that pitching should be probably better than it's actually going to be. You know what I'm talking about? So the the small sample size should show that your pitchers are going are probably not as good as they are in the month of April. At least typically that's how it works out. Not so much for the Cardinals pitchers, though. They do seem to be coming around. Eight innings for Miles Michaelis, and uh, not even going to lie, that's going to make him, yes, that's going to make him our player of the series. Just by going eight innings, it's all it's all the starters got to do, right? We're making him series MVP. Congratulations, Miles Michaelis. 
Though I do have to say the whole team kind of came together. Goldschmidt hit his eighth home run uh, in this game in the eighth inning off Seawald. Uh, what else happened? Carpenter, one for two. Goldschmidt, one for five. And this is on Saturday. DeYoung, two for five. Ozuna doing the rare 0 for one, but three walks from the day. His, uh, his OPS still over 1,000. Jose Martinez uh, still doing pretty good, too. Three for five on Saturday. Molina going two for three. Fowler, 0 for four. No walks. Okay, it happens sometimes. And uh, Wong had a couple of walks going 0 for two. Now, that was on Saturday. All right. So, the game yesterday, the big story, Martinez still uh, in the lineup because Bader's out with a hamstring. O'Neal, right elbow. And uh, Martinez there to take over the role, and his bat has been sorely missed. One for three for Martinez on that game, and uh, one walk for him as well. Ozuna going one for three. DeYoung one for four. Goldschmidt two for four. His batting average getting ever so closer to 250. I'm telling you, it's going to get a lot higher than that. Carpenter going 0 for four. Uh, Wong one for four. Still not doing too bad. Fowler doing going one for three. I feel like Fowler has finally reached a turning point. And I believe last season was probably an an you know an anomaly in what is otherwise a, a pretty decent career. I don't know that he's going to be good enough to be batting second. I'd like to I'd like to see it be tried at least with what he's doing so far. And I don't know that he's going to replicate that 2016-2017 season. What I do know is that he's contributing. And for all the people out there, and I was one of them. That said, you know, just give up on Fowler, go get Harper. Maybe he, maybe he was listening. He said, I want to show him that I can still contribute to the team. Dakota Hudson going five innings, three runs on five hits, five strikeouts, a couple of walks. He had three home runs. The Mets hit four home runs total in this game. Miller giving up that uh, fourth home run. He pitched one inning, had one hit, one run, and that run was a home run. And uh, he's now got he had two strikeouts. His ERA at seven oh four. Gant coming in for an inning in the third. God, Gant still is probably the best weapon we get in the bullpen. And Mike Schilt is going to have to be so careful not to overuse or overexpose him. His ERA on the season is point six zero at the moment. John Gant has been a a really a revelation. You know, we spent all the money. On, uh, on Andrew Miller. And Andrew Miller could still work out. It's still very early on for a lot of these guys. But Gant has come on and has just been, I mean, great. Absolutely great. And here's the thing. He's better so far on the road. <laughs> he's not giving up a, a run on the road so far at all. Uh, versus righties. ERA of zero versus lefties, an ERA of 1.8. So uh, you, you can't really complain about that. Gant really, uh, really putting his money where his mouth is and showing he's going to be a true weapon in the pen. Could he be a starter? Mm, probably, but I think he's probably better in the bullpen when things are just a little bit, you know, a little bit thin right there. Uh, speaking of... Uh, pitching and bullpens and starters. Carlos Martinez, quote-unquote, feels great. That's per Stu Durando, the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. Uh, 
Now, I don't know what the next steps are going to be for him. Uh, taking a look at MLB trade rumors, they say either a more aggressive side session or a trip to the team facility down in Jupiter, Florida. And, uh, of course, the Cardinals, they're 11-9, and nine, what, 12-9 and nine on the season? 11-9 and nine on the season. Oh, my goodness. I'm so bad with numbers right now. Cardinals are 11-9 and nine on the season. Sitting a game, or excuse me, 12-9 and nine on the season, sitting a game back behind the Pirates, Milwaukee, uh, 13 and 10 sitting in third. So uh, the Central starting a little bit knotted up. Anyway, getting a little bit sidetracked here. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what Martinez does as he comes back. Are they going to stick him in the bullpen or are they going to put him in the starting rotation? I think you almost have to stretch him out and get him in the rotation. You got Michaelis going eight innings. Cool. You got Waka, who so far hasn't been that bad. He's had a couple of rough starts. Wayne Wright had the one rough start, uh, but otherwise has been pretty solid on the mound. But then you got Dakota Hudson, and you got Jack Flaherty, and, of course, Flaherty getting shelled in his last outing. Uh, we're going to take a little bit closer look at uh, Jack and his next outing as uh, the Brewers come to town for the final three games of that, well, the total of ten games for the month uh, they're coming into town to uh, face the Cardinals, and we're going to talk more about that in our next segment. Point being, I think you know where I'm going with this. they got to win that series. Martinez, though, uh, getting back to him, uh, you almost have to put him in the bullpen. Or not the bullpen, excuse me, the starting rotation. To stick him in the bullpen would be great if you're, you know, since he's dealing with the shoulder stuff, would be awesome if you had a starting rotation you knew you could count on. But you don't. So you got you got to get Martinez in there. I don't believe he's I don't believe he's the ace of the staff. But I do know when he's on, he can pitch like he's the ace of the staff. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. But overall, the, wrapping up the Mets series, not too bad. Uh, Martinez really standing out. Michaelis again going those eight strong innings on Saturday. Goldschmidt knocking his eighth home run. Things seem to be slowly together, coming together. We're trending in the right direction with the Cardinals. Coming up in our next segment, we are going to be talking about the Brewers coming back to town. Be sure to check us out on the brand-new Himalaya podcasting app. Beautiful UI. Curated playlist. This is going to be the podcast app that you want to use. Check it out today, and be sure to listen to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network on it as well. Guys, when you're on deck and getting ready to step up to the plate, you have to be sure you're ready to swing for the fences. But if you're looking for that fastball when you get a curve instead, that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is the first chewable of its kind with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. So, you know they work, right? You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable... They work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity to swing for the fences arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's BLUECHU.com. Promo code MLB to try it free. Again, that promo code MLB. 
Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Welcome back to Locked on Cardinals, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. You can check us out on the brand new Himalaya podcasting app. We are also on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your shows and your smart devices. So you can say, like, for instance, Alexa, play podcast Locked on Cardinals. It's going to pull it right up. Pretty easy peasy. My name's Moose Michaels. I am your host covering the Cardinals for the Locked on Podcast Network and the Brewers coming to town for a three-game set. It is the final three games of a total of ten games that the Brewers have played against the Cardinals uh, this month alone. So I've been saying it every time they've come together. These games are very important. Very important. Right now the Brewers are sitting in third place. Uh, Actually, I think, yeah, they're in third place. But taking a look at the standings, as it is right now, both teams, St. Louis, Milwaukee, a game back behind Pittsburgh. St. Louis just happens to have a slightly better winning percentage than Milwaukee. You got three games. This is a chance to put a more distance between the two of you. And for me, it is imperative that Flaherty gets off on the right start. Flaherty is going to be your starter uh, heading into tomorrow's game. And he'll be taking on Hauser for the Brewers, who has yet to pitch this season. Flaherty wanted one on the, uh, or yet to start the season. Flaherty won one on the season with a five ERA. Last time uh, Flaherty was out, very, very, very short. I believe he pitched like a two and a third innings or two and two thirds inning, something crazy like that. So I don't know if you've ever been to baseballsavant.com, but it is a fantastic resource for breaking down uh, players' abilities, especially pitchers. And when you take a look at Jack Flaherty and you're trying to figure out where the trouble comes for him, right? And granted, a lot of this is still very much a small sample size. But you have to get in, you know, you get in there and you take a look and you start to notice things. So far on his uh, inning splits, he gives up the most hits in the second inning. He gives up uh, about... Three hits so far in the first inning, 10 hits in the third. And his ERA goes from zero in the first two innings and balloons to 19.64 in the third inning. So if they're getting some hits off of Flaherty, by the time the lineup comes through the second time around, that's when they really start knowing what to look for, and that's when they really start nailing Flaherty. Now, some good news for Flaherty, when he's away, his ERA is 11.57 so far this season. When he's home, 0.82. Pitch is way better at home so far than he does on the road, and that's going to be good going up against the Brewers because the number one thing that you got to remember about the Brewers as this series gets underway, how are you going to neutralize Christian Yelich? That should be the number one question that Schilt is asking his pitchers. It should be the number one question that he's asking everybody. You cannot let Yelich beat you. Waka's last outing was against the Brewers, and he had the right idea. He sent a little uh, a pitch, a pitch a little up and in, buzzed him a little bit. Wake him up. Don't let him get too comfortable. And I believe you're probably going to need to see more of that. I don't advocate hitting any player. But as hot as Yelich is against the Cardinals, 
You cannot allow him to get comfortable. He is too good of a player. I think he's got 13 home runs on this season, and it's April. It's April. I've seen people on Twitter already start thinking, is this going to be the year? And we know what we're talking about. We all know. We all get crazy about it. I'm talking about the single-season home run record. Barry Bonds. No, I, don't, I don't care what anybody says. Chicks, dig the long ball. If we get another home run race going on, it could happen. John Carlos Stanton a couple of years ago uh, got somewhat close to Roger Maris's record. Is Yelich going to keep this up? 13 home runs in April. Don't let him hit any more against the Cardinals. That's, that's what Schilt should be telling them. Walk him every time. Remember a couple of years ago, Bryce Harper got off to that super hot start when he was still at the Nationals? They played the Cubs early on, and Joe Madden walked him every single time. Wasn't quite the same player afterwards. So give that a shot. Now, don't intentionally walk in a run in a tie game. Don't intentionally give them the lead. But, you know, if there's nobody on base or it's not going to walk somebody in now, just flash the four fingers and get them over there on first. To what I say. The number one question in this series again, how do you neutralize Christian Yelich? Who's quite literally the hottest hitter on the planet. I want to reiterate, 13 home runs. 13 home runs in the month of April. And he's a scrawny-looking little dude, ain't he? I mean, I know he's a lot bigger than he actually appears on television, but he doesn't get that Mark McGuire anything about him. I mean, oh, my gosh. This dude is killing home runs at a rate that we haven't seen in a long, long, long time. Batting, okay, he's only bat second at so far at all this season. 30 hits, four doubles, 13 home runs. He's at 31 RBI already. He's already walked 15 times, 15 strikeouts, three stolen bases. He's already been hit by a pitch once. His average on the season, 353. His OPS, 1.315. You do not let this man get any hotter against you at all. And the thing is, when he's at home, he's batting like 417. It doesn't get any better when he's away. I mean, it's not that good, but he's batting 270, which isn't bad. <laughs> I wish I had more Cardinals were batting 270 right now. So, and, and the pressure doesn't seem to matter either. If he, there's no outs in the, if there's no outs in the inning, He's batting 375. 324 with one out, 368 with two outs. This is your number one priority. As if you are a member of the Cardinals pitching staff, all you need to be worrying about is how to get Christian Yelich out. That's it. So what are you going to do? Hmm? That's what I want to see. How are they going to get Christian Yelich out? Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at LockedOnSTL and uh, at Moose Michaels. And uh, no trivia impossible today. I had a question, but I don't know what I did with it. We'll bring it back tomorrow morning. Uh, until then, you have a fantastic Monday. Go Cardinals as they take on the Brewers tonight. And uh, you drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.